你现在在听 KUCI。KUCI 今，记忆的今。Last of all, KUCI eighty point nine FM， 可以吗 ？Estás escuchando la KUCI ochenta y ocho punto nueve。Vous écoutez KUCI。Vous écoutez la radio KUCI quatre vingt huit point neuf FM。You're listening to eighty eight point nine FM KUCI in Irvine。The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily represent those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. For more information on this or other KUCI programs, visit KUCI.org or KUCITalk.org. Why do you linger here when there is no hope? There is still hope. Tempted to think there's no hope for overcoming some of the challenges of modern life? Ask an elf or a hobbit. Tune in Tuesdays, four to five p.m. with Milo Lomsdown at your service and Tani Tanuvial, the resident KUCI Middle Earth elf. For what would Arwen do on KUCI Irvine, eighty-eight point nine FM, and streaming live on KUCI.org. Listening to KUCI in Irvine, eighty-eight point nine FM, Orange County's alternative radio station, and quite possibly the best radio station in the history of Middle Earth. Welcome to What Would Arwen Do? Broadcasting Tuesdays, four to five PM Pacific Time from UCI. Alternating weeks with Phenomenal Woman, hosted also by yours truly. I am Tani Tanuviel, the resident KUCI Middle Earth Elf. Welcome and my govanin to everyone listening, whether you are joining us live or online, and to my enduring and charming Hobbit co-host. I am Milo Longstown at your service, as always, Elf Princess. And our audience members are listening to What Would Arwen Do on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And also listening live at kuci.org on the internet. You can contact us with comments or questions or suggestions at askanelf@yahoo.com. That's a s k a n e l f at yahoo.com. We would love to hear from you. And you can find past podcasts and information about this show and all the public affairs programs of KUCI. At www.kucitalk.org, you can also find podcasts of what would Arwen do on iTunes. Simply look for Arwen A R W E N in the iTunes store, and you will get that free download. Thank you, dear Hobbit. It's so wonderful to be here with you on this gorgeous Shire day. The sun is shining so beautifully、uh, here. Yes, it is gorgeous. And in case、um, you are tuning in for the first time, first off, just to let you know that amazing music that you hear is indeed 
uh, the music of Howard Shore from the soundtrack of the Fellowship of the Ring, Academy Award-winning music. And if you are tuning in for the very first time, you may be wondering what this show is all about. Well, if a Middle-Earth elf lived today in Southern California, in Irvine to be more precise, what might her life look like? How would she, as a modern elf, celebrate and support the arts, music, her community, and the preservation of Earth, its beauty, resources, and creatures? Things the elves care deeply about. Some people like to ask, what would Jesus do? And that is a very good question. But on this program, when challenges in life arise, or as the wizard Gandalf said to Frodo, questions, questions that need answering, we like to ask, well, what would Arwen do? And who was Arwen, you may be wondering? In J.R.R. Tolkien's mythology of Middle-earth, Arwen was an elf princess, the daughter of Elrond, a prince among elves and the lord of Rivendell, a magical place of healing lore and wisdom perhaps not unlike the community here at UC Irvine. Arwen embodied the archetype of a true princess of the light, a beloved daughter of the universe like all the women of this fair celestial home called Earth or an elvish Arda. I believe Arwen understood the principle of noblesse oblige. With great privilege comes responsibility. In her, we see courage, wisdom, beauty, a sense of humor and gaiety, and service to others. In Tolkien and the Lord of the Rings, A Guide to Middle-Earth, Colin Durias wrote, In his invented mythology of Middle-Earth, Tolkien intended that his elves were an extended metaphor of a key aspect of human nature. This, quote, elven quality in human life was a central preoccupation of Tolkien's. Elves, like dwarves, hobbits, and the like, partially represent human beings. In Tolkien's mythology, elves represent what is high and noble in humans. In particular, they represent the arts in their highest form, work done in the image of God and his created world. So we hope and believe that this, quote, elven quality exists today in every living person and yearns for expression through gifts of creativity, nobility, and service to others. So welcome again, Alinda Lee. Alinda Sala Lumen Nementialvo, a star shines on the hour of our meeting. And let us always remember Galadriel's words to Frodo in The Fellowship of the Ring. Even the smallest person could change the course of the future. <laughs> I love that. Even the smallest person can change the course of the future. And that, of course, was referring to the hobbits. And I must say, my dear hobbit... You have changed the course of my future by being part of the program now for these last two years. Well, you have certainly changed (laughs) the course of my future as well, Elf Princess. Who knew that I would be on this adventure? It is now more than two years since we last sat together behind these microphones here at KUCI-FM, the voice of the University of California at Irvine. And again, welcome to everyone. It's so exciting to be here because... Partly, this is the first week of a new quarter, not only at here at UC Irvine, but also of KUCI programming. And, and what does that mean? Well, <laughs> it means that as we were coming here today, as I was driving in my donkey cart, <laughs> I noticed my, my beautiful blue donkey cart. Mm-hmm. I noticed all of these very, very 
interesting young people milling about our radio station mm-hmm. here. They were coming from classes and going to classes. They were talking with each other. They were talking in groups. They were talking in pairs. And I could just sense the electricity of, of new friendship new relationships, new knowledge, new experiences, new adventures. New people, yes. And it's wonderful here at UC Irvine, it's really like a small city. And during the summer, I think um, I like it here because it's kind of like having the whole city to yourself. Um, But I love it in the fall when the students come back and there's that energy that picks up and there's students everywhere and there's people crossing in the crosswalks and riding on their bikes and the buses all running and I get off work a lot of times um, where I work across the street at University Center at 10.30 and at 10.30 at 9 there's groups of people outside reading and they're out there by Chafferty and the Kians that's... um, um, not Keynes, but uh, Pete's that's open till 11 o'clock. They're all in their little study groups and got their laptops out. And it's, you know, it could be like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, but it's 11 o'clock at night. And there's still all this wonderful synergy of people doing things and studying and interacting with each other. And that just only happens when college starts again. Absorbing knowledge and giving other people sort of uh, the excitement of meeting new folks and having new shared experiences. Well, welcome to all of the new students, as well as the returning faculty and staff here at the University of California at Irvine. And for those of you who may have been listening to KUC for a while, or maybe there are uh, new students or people that have just come that have never heard of us because we did have a wonderful booth thanks to our volunteers who were out on Ring Road last week during Welcome Week. And just to um, let people know that everybody here, you know, the over 100 DJs and our staff and our management staff from our wonderful program director, Heather McCoy, and our general general manager, manager, Katie Katie Tilford. Tilford. And to all of the genre assistants and genre managers and all the DJs and uh, PA hosts. Paul, the music director. Yes. My gosh. And we're all volunteers and we're all passionate about bringing you um, talk show topics and music that you won't hear on the main airwaves of the radio. So, Not to mention public affairs programming you won't hear on the conventional radio station either. Not only do we play alternative and underground music, but we have wonderful public affairs programs from Writers on Writing on Wednesday mornings. We have wonderful things concerning just about every topic you can imagine. We have Ask a Leader with Claudia Mm -hmm. Shambaugh. Um, Film School with uh, Mike Caspar, Weekly Signals, How to Get Nathan Published. Callahan. Yeah, How to Get Published with Barbara DeMarco Barrett, Writers Out on the Writing. Rabbit Hole. Out the <laughs> with, Rabbit with Hole. With Robert Larson, yes. My gosh. And, and we have new shows that get added every quarter. So, as I mentioned, this is the first week of new programming. So, uh, in case you tune in or you're looking for a program that you've heard before and you don't find it, please check out our full program schedule on our website at KUCI.org because the program you're looking for may have gotten moved to a different time slot. And also maybe check out some of the new programs, because we have, like I said, you, you mentioned we, there's a new French music show uh, that's on that um, hasn't been on before. So That's right. During the summer, we went straight from George Had a Hat to Funk Your Face. Mm-hmm. And now there is a wonderful French music show that's in yeah, the it's a little gap hour there. there. 
Zone Beautiful. Francophone music from France and other French-speaking countries with Claudette. And so it's I'm music you're not going that. to hear yeah. anywhere else. Absolutely. So <clears throat> lots of wonderful things going on here at KUCI. And just in case you are interested and you always thought, well, maybe I'd like to have a radio show on a college radio station, there is a new fall training starting in just about, I guess, uh, a week from tomorrow, actually. It starts on Wednesday, October 5th. At 7 p.m., it's in HICF, one of the trailers, 100K, and it's open to UCI students and faculty and staff, and um, if you are interested, you can send an email to training at KUCI.org for more information, and it's about eight weeks, and we'll train you on all the equipment and how to have a show, and you get to intern, and um, learn how to make a show and make a little what's called a, a skim tape, which is a demo tape of your show, and apply. And even knows? though it's not physically tape anymore, Elf Princess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So, um, but, but please this... go to KUCI.org. All the details. You can click yes. on schedule for our full schedule information. You can look on the the home page KUCI.org for the information on the upcoming DJ training, open to all. Students, faculty, and staff of, UC of UC University of California, Irvine. So on this show, if you're just tuning in, um, we are lovers of Middle Earth. Um, I was introduced to the works of J.R. Tolkien through the movies. And I was introduced through the books, thanks yes. to a college roommate. And so, and and yet, it's funny because you now are more the movie buff and know more about the movies, and I am the book <laughs> person. I like to spend all you know researching in the books and the whole twelve volumes of the history of Middle Earth and the Silmarillion. And I must say, Tani, hmm. there are a few people I've met personally that know the Silmarillion as well as you do. Well, I love it, and I'm discovering new things all the time. And when I first started reading it, I couldn't make hide nor hair of it very well because um, one of tr- uh, J.R. Tolkien's propensities, which is delightful, but he likes to rename things a lot. <laughs> so, yes, and yes. trying to figure out who's related to who and what their name became and what the name of that place came. But it was it, it's a wonderful joy of discovery to, to um, kind of delve into the riches of the worlds of Middle Earth. So... Um, but I love having you on the show these two years because you know so much about movies. Your um, experience as, as an almost professional movie critic, traveling the world, going to these <laughs> festivals and, and things. But um, And you bring such an interesting perspective where as myself, as an elf, I just go to movies because we elves love a good tale. We love a good story. And so I go to movies and... Uh, I just kind of go, do I like that or do I not? Well, it worked for me or it didn't. But you bring all this wonderful other things for us to enjoy about the process of movie making and what's involved. And and I just find it uh, wondrous fun. So you are the one who's in charge of bringing us our, um, each time we have our show, which is not weekly now, every other weekly, the um, movie updates. Because, of course, we're both very excited about the Hobbit movies. Absolutely, and here are the movie updates for Tuesday. Let's, oh, let's have a little. Let's have a little intro yes, music let's here, have so, some because the music. the music, the movies that we are talking about is the Hobbit movies coming part out. Part one and part two. The first one premiering December fourteenth, two thousand twelve, and the second one premiering December thirteenth, two thousand thirteen. 
And are we so excited about that? Oh, my gosh, I cannot wait. And one of the reasons is this music we're listening to right now by Howard Shore, who is also composing the music for the two Hobbit films. We are likely to have another four hours Uh, of glorious Howard Shore music. Yes. Well. Who knows? (laughs) Okay, so So, here is. So do we have some movie news? Oh, we absolutely do, and I think we will. Just for our listeners also, in case you're wondering and kind of would like to know some recent things, you can always listen to some of our podcasts of our shows where you have been giving weekly movie updates uh, as we've been going along for quite a while now. That's right. We have two years of podcasts available at KUCITalk.org. Actually, we have six years of podcasts available. We have... But two years with you. <laughs> two, year, two years of movie, movie news. Updates, yes. <laughs> yes. So here are the movie updates for yes, Tuesday, September 27th. Do we have new news? Well, there is... There is... Well, probably the most interesting piece of new, new news mm-hmm. is Pez, the famous yes. Austrian company. The Austrian makes company makes little, little uh, pop things of the, the little candy, little sugar like candy. Soap. Well... They're not the greatest tasting things. I don't actually eat them. But they're so cute. The Pez eight-character Lord of the Rings set is available. Where? Is it available in in America? For those of you waiting as long as we have been, the time is finally here. You can now order the Pez Lord of the Rings gift set online at Pez's official website, which is pez.com. Okay, I need to write this down. (laughs) Each set, no, I'll give you this, Elf Princess. You don't have to write anything down. Each set is labeled with a gold sticker featuring its exclusive number in the production series. Oh, my gosh. The Lord of the Rings collector set includes eight dispensers, each depicting key characters from the trilogy. And two six-packs of candy. <laughs> Not that the candy, quite frankly, is my favorite part. But the characters are Bilbo, Frodo, Samwise Gamgee, Gandalf, Aragorn, Legolas, Gimli, and Gollum. Wait wow. a minute. T- say those again. Did I hear any female names in there? Bilbo, Frodo, Samwise, Gandalf, Aragorn, Legolas, Gimli, and Gollum. Well, where's Arwen? Where's Galadriel? Oh, where's Galadriel? <laughs> she was a major character. Very okay. major. Maybe and she will maybe be in the have, movies. Maybe they'll have another Pez line of the women of Middle Earth. Right. Oh, so there's, interesting. There's, anyway. an, there's another set that is supposed to be coming out soon, but mm-hmm. we don't know the details, mm. called the Eye of Sauron. Oh. So maybe that's the one that'll have uh, Galadriel. Yes. In any case... Joe Vittoria, the CEO of Pez Candy, the CEO, that's how big Lord of the Rings is, said collectible collectible gift sets have been a growing part of our business. We expect Lord of the Rings to be among the best-selling in our history, and we are considering a second set focusing on key characters from The Hobbit for launch next fall. (laughs) So that's the news on The Hobbit. Yeah. And, of course... Uh, speaking of Hobbit, Milo, your friendly Hobbit, yours mm-hmm. truly, Milo has already, of course, placed an order. Oh, you have? Oh, I can't wait to see them. A piece of trivia, Elf Princess. Mm-hmm. Pez, you've always wondered what Pez stands for. I've always wondered that. Well, Pez is the letters, the start, middle, and end of the German word for peppermint, which is pfeffermins. Oh. Pfeffermins, oh. which was the first flavored candy in a Pez dispenser. Really? Oh, and I wonder when those came out, because I remember as a child, which in Elf Ages, that's quite a long time ago, there, were yes. all, there was Pez around. Yes. One of the things that's fascinating about this particular set is there are eight dispensers, 
Three of them are mini dispensers. The new oh. mini dispensers introduced a few years ago, oh. and those are the hobbits. The hobbit characters are oh. mini dispensers. Oh, it, isn't that co- cute? That, it, yes, that makes perfect sense. Anyhow, getting back to the movies, okay. Hobbiton is clouded in secrecy. Oh, this was last updated on the web on September twenty eighth, two thousand eleven. Mm-hmm. Now you may wonder, how is that possible? Today is September twenty seventh. Well, in New Zealand, Elf Princess, it's the next day. Oh, yeah. Dozens of small satured folk are ready to dance their way onto the Shire next month. But even Matamata New Zealand accommodation providers are in the dark as to exactly when the big influx of little extras will hit the region. Mm. These words, by the way, are from Mm stuff.co.nz, the Waikato Times. Publicist for 3 Foot 7 Productions, which is the production company for the Hobbit movies, the publicist Cyrus Price said 90 people were selected late last year from the 1,200 who applied to be Hobbit extras in The Hobbit. Wow. But because people turned up from all over the world for the auditions, she did not home- know how many were from Waikato, New Zealand. But like everyone else involved in the making of Peter Jackson's latest films, if there was Hobbits grooming their toe hairs in the... <laughs> In the area, they were doing it with their lips firmly sealed. Oh. Ian Brody, the media and communications manager for the Hobbiton movie set and farm tours, said confidenti- confidentiality contracts meant anyone involved in the Hobbit in any capacity was bound to silence by law. Wow. Quote, I don't know of any locals who are actually cast because they've all had to sign non-disclosures as well. Wow. So, um, okay, just from your little movie background. So, people came from all over the world to audition for these uh 1,200 auditions, 90 were selected. How, how does that figure as far as, I mean, do they have to get special visas even to just come in and audition? Yes, or, yes. And then, and then are they allowed to stay there and work without, you know, I mean... Only people with work visas, as okay. opposed to tourist visas. Only okay. people with work visas could even that apply. extended through the end of 2012 mm-hmm. could even think about showing up. Wow. So they already be, had to do all that before they would come They had to do that before they were able to audition. Yes, Elf Princess. Wow. But the, but the and secrecy. And 90 people. 90 people is, are going on a new grand adventure. What an adventure. But here's the thing for me as a long-standing movie fan. I've been searching my memory banks, and I can't remember another film where the location, people living near the location, had to all sign non-disclosure agreements. It's unique in my experience of observing films. So are those people that live near the production, near... um, Near the Hobbiton set, yes. Oh, near the Hobbiton set. In in Matamata, New Zealand. Wow. It's amazing. By the way... Uh, so they don't have paparazzi kind of things over in New Zealand. No, it's tight, tight, tight security. Good. Certainly there are paparazzi all over the world, including oh. New Zealand, right? And especially that was evident when Evangeline Lilly showed up, right? Uh, there's there's no question that there's yeah. paparazzi all over. When Orlando Bloom's wife showed up, there was yeah. paparazzi. But there's also security yes. at these film sets, very tightly closed. Wow. On another quick topic, Empire Magazine from the United Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Apparently, we're hearing a rumor that Empire Magazine from the UK will have a special Lord of the Rings issue next month in October to celebrate the 10th anniversary. This year is 2011. It's 10 years ago that Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Rings premiered in movie theaters in December of 2001. 
And so many of us were so hopeful that the Hobbit movies would be coming out on the 10-year anniversary. But 11 years is very good. 11 is a quite a significant number for Hobbits. You know, of course, Frodo, Bilbo left uh, Bag End and left his inheritance and, and the ring to Frodo on his 111th birthday. Yeah. So 11 is a good number as well. Well, they the called it his Hobbits. 111st birthday. Yes. 111st. What yes. a great phrase that Tolkien invented, <laughs> the 111st birthday. And there are a few human beings that actually live that long. Yes, so indeed. I wonder if they use that terms. One final note on The Hobbit. Pearl Land, Texas. Pearl Land, Texas, all over the world. Pearl, Pearl Land, Texas, there's going to be a Hobbit production by children in October. Oh. So if you live in Texas and you're interested in The Hobbit, I can tell you that our local theater production last year in August by the Maverick Theater of The Hobbit was a wonderful adult production. Mm-hmm. This may be wonderful, too. It has 35 child and youth actors. So if you want more information, go to, you'll love this web address. The web address is kidsbackporchproductions.org <laughs> Kids Back Porch Productions sounds sounds Texan <laughs> Don't mess with Texas that's Don't mess the with Texas And that's about all I have for movie news this week Elf Princess Oh but it's so wonderful and um it's just so fun one of the things I love about the times that we live in and you know with the hobbit movies coming out I know when I discovered, you know, the world of Middle Earth and and fell in love with the Fellowship of the Ring and with the elves, it was such a wonderful grand adventure. Meeting eventually, um, meeting Roe and being introduced to the community online community because I couldn't find anyone he- right here in my immediate area that was as crazy about these things as I was. But being able to share the excitement, you know, as um, the Hobbit, you know, as the Lord of the Rings movies were coming out and the line parties and you know going to these little events and making costumes and talking in Elvish and learning Elvish. It's just its just wonderfully fun, and it engages the creative side of our brains and our hearts. And, and if you would like to be part of a wonderful online community, certainly the elf princess here, Tani Tanuvial, her favorite is Tork, the OneRing.com. And it's a wonderful place of community and discussion and sharing. People even have met on those message boards and gotten married as a result. As Absolutely. One of my dear uh, friends, Vana, and uh, her husband, Guru, met through the Tolkien message board. And just they just uh, celebrated, I think, their second or third year anniversary. And uh, I think there's probably, I think that, there's up to like eight or ten couples now of people that met through the message board that would have never met were it not for the wonderful world of technology that, uh, again, binds us together and allows us to stay connected. My favorite so, website is the OneRing.net, Torn, the OneRing.net, which has so much news. Torn also has a few community events. For instance, this last weekend, there was the Extended Edition Movie Marathon. Mm-hmm. Now, you may wonder, how is that possible? Well, what happens is everyone logs into the OneRing.net. Everyone gets their DVD players ready to hit play. And when the message board coordinator types out the message, begin, everyone in the world that's on this message board at Torn press play. And then as the three extended edition movies, they were 
separately watching them in their own homes across the world, they would be chatting back and forth about this scene or that character, that happen? event. This was this last weekend. Oh, I didn't know about that. The seventh annual, well, sort of annual, it's not exactly annual, but the seventh Lord of the Rings Extended Edition Trilogy Marathon. Oh. Originally it was, if I recall correctly, originally it was the original theatrical versions mm-hmm. that they played, but uh, that was on the one net in their in their chat room. Yeah. Well, uh, many of us do love to get together and have movie marathons. It's been a little while since we've had a Lord of the Rings movie marathon, and then the question is always whether we do the the extended versions or the regular versions, you know, and stay up all night. But those are wondrous <laughs> fun. For the longest time before the, before the Lord of the Rings movies came out, you know, um, my friends and I, it was always the Star Wars trilogy that we would stay up <laughs> Right. <laughs> and have the Star Wars viewing. But now we have the Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. So uh, let's do, uh, lest our time get completely away from us. And if you are just tuning in, this is What Would Arwen Do? I am Tani Tanuvio, the resident KUCI Middle Earth Elf, my Hobbit co-host. Milo Lohm's down at your service. And this, we are broadcasting from UC Irvine, 88.9 FM and at online at KUCI.org. So um, uh, for our next segment, I'm very excited because with this coming quarter, we're uh, entering into new year and a new quarter of programming, but this is my personal qu- year uh, quarter for taking on technology. So I'm very excited, uh, especially in case you're tuning in and just wondering about perhaps getting involved with KUCI. Uh, there are people here who will train you on these the wonderful sound recording equipment that we have as part of your training. And Kumar, who was one of the co-hosts of Tech Talk, which I don't think is on this quarter. Oh, is uh, that right? I, I know. On. It was a wonderful show, but I did not see it on the lineup. Hopefully it will be back. Because he and Shane have a wonderful know. program. But their, their show is available on podcast. KUCITalk.org. Yes, and their show is all about you know, navigating the world of technology. and But Kumar is going to be doing a training with us uh, for those of us who want to go the next step with um, doing some recording, learning how to lay down voice tracks and music tracks under them. So I'm very excited to see um, what we, you and I, and we're going to be able to introduce some new things for our show for this quarter. That'll so, be wonderful. That will be wonderful. And um, so we're going to have a little different uh, format. So one of the things we'll be introducing also for this coming quarter, and starting today, is um, this segment called What Would Arwen Do?, where we, if you'd like to email us and ask us uh, a question or email us a suggestion or you just want to know, well, what would Arwen do about this (laughs) or that, uh, you can send us an email and I will uh, try to answer based on my study of you know, the elves, what would the elves do in this or that situation? And uh, we would love to hear from our, you know, anyone who might be listening in. And, uh, you know, Tani has been living either. her life as an elf for the last eight years, going on Ten nine years. years. 2002 to 2011. That's is nine years, that's right. <laughs> going on nine years. And I, I should say that. In order to ask an elf, in order to ask an elf, all you have to do is send an email to. Ask an elf at yahoo.com. Yahoo. 
That's A-S-K-N-A-N-E-L-F, askanelf at yahoo.com. Well, let's have a little bit of um, music, and we're, then we're going to transition into um, some adventure Adventures, reports. Adventures, yes. So let's have a little Hobbit music, a little more Hobbit music, and uh, we'll be right back. This is KCI in Irvine. is wow. Academy Award-winning music from Howard Shore, from the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring, the original soundtrack recordings, which I still love. I love the extended, well, the it's complete different. recordings. The I complete know. recordings are different than the original soundtrack, and one is not a full superset of the other. It's, it's an amazing thing. Yes, and that is the track called Concerning Hobbits. <laughs> Unfortunately, we should let folks know this is not really a call-in show. Um, Yes, uh, and and so we did have a caller, and I love... Thank you for listening. Yes, I love that there's somebody listening, if there's someone out there. Um, So thank you to Nick for calling in, and he had had a a question. It wasn't a, a specific question. Well, I guess it was. He was wondering what I thought about a particular thing, uh, which I will do some research on. Um, But just please send us your questions by email because that way we can respond. But also to just remember that this is not a political show. There are some wonderful politically based programs here at KCI. Oh, my gosh. Out the Rabbit Hole. And and uh, Weekly Signals. Weekly Signals, highly political. Yes. And where people love to debate all kinds of things having to do with politics and world events and things like that. Our show is primarily focused on, on, you know, arts, music, community. And maybe your personal life. (laughs) One's personal life journey. And I love that there are people out there like Mike Kaspar and Nathan Callahan and Robert Larson who stay on top of these things and love to discuss and debate them. Um, It's you know, Great shows. It, but I think that some people need to be free to focus on other things while some people are focusing on those things. So, In order to ask the elf a question, you can use the email, askanelf at yahoo.com. That's A-S-K-A-N-E-L-F at yahoo.com. And so now, we it's amazing how we run out of time. In the coming uh, times that we are together, we will at times have interviews. We've got some wonderful things kind of lined up for the fall as far as uh, interviews and things coming up. Today, we're not having uh, an interview. However, we are going to have uh, an adventure report because I think both of us um, have some things to talk about with regards to transportation. Now, just as a reminder... Uh, first off, if you're just tuning in, this is KUCI in Irvine, and it's Tuesday, September 27th, and you are listening to What Would Auburn Do? Um, and KUCI is a public uh, service station. We are here to serve the public. And so one of the things that I love doing is sharing things that I discover that add to our community, that help us to um, be better members of our community, all things that elves would be concerned about. And so 
Um, we're going to talk a little bit today about alternative means of transportation, but also about adventures in <laughs> transportation in general. <laughs> well, I had an adventure with conventional. Yes, tell us what transportation. happened. You went to something. Well, my donkey cart is wonderful, but it's sort of low to the ground, mm-hmm. and it it, uh, it 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 goes very very fast, but but it's low to the ground, and uh, as the Hobbit is starting to get up in years a little bit, needs to find uh, an automobile that is a little bit more practical. So I went with my nephew-to-be, Miguel, this weekend to the Orange County Auto Show. Mm. A wonderful experience. A lot of very beautiful vehicles there and a lot of flashy presentations and Mm -hmm. demonstrations, test rides you could take out in the parking lot. But inside, no, was it all kinds of vehicles? I mean, all just kinds everything of vehicles. Vi- there was anything. There was everything from the smart car to uh, to Rolls Royce. Oh, and, love the smart car! You could drive Jaguar. a Rolls Royce. Well, no. Oh. <laughs> there were actually relatively few cars that you could drive. But I did test oh. drive. I did test drive two of them. I test drove the Toyota Prius. Mm-hmm. and the Toyota RAV4. And the Prius, as you know, is a hybrid. Mm-hmm. Well, they have a new Prius coming out called the Prius V mm-hmm. later this year, maybe December, maybe early January, where it is like a hatchback with a little bit of like SUV storage room. But oh. it's still a Prius with wonderful, wonderful gasoline mileage. And what did you think about driving the Prius after having a, you know quite a bit of um, power in your little donkey cart that you have now? Yes, well, the Prius was very, very beautiful, and I could see how it really is a very intelligent choice. If you do a lot of city driving, it's mm-hmm. just such an intelligent, and it's so beautifully designed, and it has so many wonderful electronic gadgets and wonderful oh, little things, that, yes. the heads-up display and all the this like the wonderful gadgets. stuff. It's, <laughs> it's wonderful. But my, my nephew-to-be insisted that I go with him on a different adventure. Inside the convention center, the Jeep Corporation mm. had built this test track inside, and they had professional drivers from Jeep headquarters test giving you track? a ride. Test track sounds kind yes. of scary. Well, I was scared. <laughs> what are you testing it for? We stood in line for half an hour, and he said, oh, you'll enjoy it, you'll enjoy it. And so what we got into was an off-road monster sort of like Jeep Wrangler. And first it went over uneven stumps like you were going over cobblestone streets. Like driving out in the forest? Driving out in the forest. And then uh, at a 30-degree angle, we went around the side of a mountain like oh. that. Was it? Then a completely uneven Sounds slope. Like Frodo and Sam could have used one of these for but, getting through Mordor. Yes, it would have been great for them. But the most exciting part was the end of the ride was an interior mountain they had bought they had built and so you first of all you head straight up at a 45 degree angle looking at the ceiling of the convention center you're strapped in securely but this car goes straight up and well that's not too but i felt like a roller coaster ride then it gets to the top and you're flat and then you head straight down at a 45 degree angle and the car is in total control of the situation but it was very nerve-wracking so did it go down the hill fast or no it went down the hill slow and with no brake pedal that is the there's no brake pedal the dry there is a brake pedal but it's not used when you're going down a mountain at that slope you press a button that says going down a mountain and it literally 
the transaxle and the transmission and the engine cooperate into getting you safely down. There's a button that says going down a mountain? I forget the exact label, but that's what it meant. <laughs> oh, wow. That it is was... very cool. So do you think that as a hobbit you might want to get a... I mean, I could see as an elf definitely uh, choosing a Jeep. Number one, they're more open, you know, as for getting out in the terrain. Great for rangers, you know, especially some places nowadays aren't that horse-friendly. So a Jeep is one of the things that I've considered as a hobbit do you, is it is it no. now on your list no <laughs> no what's on my list is the prius actually ah, the prius okay. really felt mm-hmm. like an automobile that was you know nice and calm not too exciting felt very good on the back mm-hmm. and how can you ignore i mean the regular prius gets like 50 miles to the gallon and even the new one that's more of like an suv gets 44 miles to the gallon I mean, that's just a wonderful yes. mileage figure. So, But my adventure of going up the interior <laughs> mountain and then straight down. Oh, well, at know. least you know you've uh, found some things to eliminate, uh, eliminate from your list of options. Yes, I've eliminated the hunting. Jeep Wrangler. It's exciting. <laughs> it might be good for elves, but it's not for this hobbit. Well, it is. I think it would be fun for elves, but it depends on what type of elf activities you're doing. If you're a ranger or something, I think Jeeps are wonderful. And I know Ro and her husband have a Jeep. Uh, They like to go out in the desert down by Anza and they do um, take photographs and things like that. But she is a shield maiden. She is a shield maiden. And I could see myself, um, you know, and that kind of brings me to my elvish um, adventure because I'm still... uh, My little car that I had, I was in a car collision in March no, I'm sorry, April, April 12th, and uh, my car was what they call a total loss because it bent the frame, and and I'm, I'm now fully recovered as far as I can see. However, I was not planning to make a, have to make a decision about a car for at least a couple of years, and I had always previously thought that whatever, whenever I did get my next car, it was going to be a hybrid. Now... And I can tell you the Prius hybrid from my yes. driving experience is wonderful. But you, as a well, clever elf, have found that you don't necessarily need an automobile here at UCI. Well, and I've I've been doing I've you know we elves we always are looking for um, creative options, and so for me for a couple of months now since I you know let the rental car go back and I said well I'm not going to be paying for this rental car and I just haven't decided what I wanted to do. Do I get a used car? Do I get a new car? You know, didn't have payments before, don't know if I want to have payments again. And yet, um, and so it's like on the list of priorities, it's like, I just, it's just not there yet. So I start, I looked at alternative means of transportation. And I discovered two things. One is my little scooter, which is currently sitting in my garage because I lost the key. But what a beautiful, it's a, it's, beautiful it's, device it it's is. It's wonderful, especially when I'm just having to drive a few miles. It gets me around. And it gets um, like 80 miles to the but gallon. But it's getting, it's getting <laughs> cooler out. So it's getting, and sometimes in the morning it's misting and, you know, we else really don't like to get arrive places wet. So... <laughs> So what I have discovered, though, is the bus system. And so between the scooter and the bus, I've been doing quite well, thank you very much, the last few months in getting around. So I thought it might be nice to just remind our listeners and to maybe let uh, students know, because they have a wonderful transit system here at UC Irvine, the Anteater Express. The Anteater Express, a wonderful bus. Mm. I think they run on natural gas, which is very clean. Yes. You know what? That might be true, because one of the things I've noticed is 
one of the jobs I have is across the street at the university, and sometimes I get off about 10.30 at night, and there's a bus that comes at uh, 10.45, and it takes me right home. And the nice thing is I get off work, and I'm tired. I don't have to drive home. I just walk over there, get on the bus, have a nice little, you know, I don't really take a nap, but in seven minutes I'm at my house right over here in the phallus. And if I want to read something or, you know, but it goes right from there, right to my, almost to my doorstep. And I don't have to deal with driving or have the cost of gas or anything. But one of the nice things when I've been sitting waiting for the bus at night is those UCI buses pull up all the time. And normally, um, before when I've been sitting at a bus stop, you have those fumes. Yes. And, and I haven't noticed any of those fumes, so it might be right. from the natural gas. Pretty sure it's natural yes. gas, very clean burning. <clears throat> well, I want to By the to way, bring... you're listening to What Would Arwen Do on KUCI-FM Irvine, and we're talking about how in this area of the university, certainly it's very possible to get around without an automobile at all. Yes, and there are... I think there. the last time I heard, there's upwards of over 60,000 people that come to UC Irvine when school is in session. When school's in session, you have over 60,000 faculty, staff, and students. Yes, and so not only for students that may be coming here and don't have a car, but I have found it's been a wonderful adventure for me, and I think that in the future, even once I get my next car, which hopefully will be before too long, I will still opt to take the bus occasionally because there are some places that the bus goes to that saves me a lot of time. I don't have to drive. I don't have to look for a parking space or pay for parking. One of those things, um, so our regular bus uh, comes right here along campus. So for those of you who may be new to the area, new students or even new faculty or staff, if you go to the bus for less than the cost of a cup of coffee at your local coffee house, you can get what's called the bus book. Wow. And this has uh, every schedule for everywhere. You can also find this online. Um, If you go to a bus stop and you're wondering, well, when's the next bus going to come? They actually have a little text uh, service where you can get your bus schedule using your cell phone. It's called Text for Next. And it has a little thing. It's right there's a little thing um, at the bus stop that tells you what to punch into your text thing. And a little text will come up and tells you when the next bus will be arriving. That's excellent. When I when I was seeing all the wonderful new students here as I drove in today, I was noticing that every single one of them seemed to have an iPhone or an Android. Mm-hmm. They all have these smartphones yes. that can do this kind of wonderful stuff. And the nice thing about the public transportation, in addition to the buses that run, you know, quite frequently here around UCI, but if you're a student maybe new from the to the area, we're in beautiful Southern California, uh, right here in the heart of Irvine, next to, you know, Laguna Beach is right down the road, Newport, Newport Beach, Huntington Beach, um, and you can take the bus, especially if you're wanting to get into Laguna. Laguna Beach is wonderful, but one of the things that puts me off sometimes from Laguna Beach is the parking, trying to find a parking space Parking there. is a very, very, and, very big challenge. But you can pick up the bus right here at UC Irvine. It and you, you never have to even think about parking. No, you don't have to think about parking. You can read. You can study. Get a little study time in. Do we know where it drops you off at Laguna Beach? Actually, it drives you. It takes you right here. Um, if you, uh, There's a couple of different places right here on the campus. It right. goes straight to the Newport Beach um, Transportation Center, which is right by Fashion Island. So you right. can get off there, go over... You know, visit Fashion Vision Island, Fashion one of the Island. great malls in the United States. Yes, there's the Barnes & Noble Bookstore there and the, Apple, and the Apple Store and the big Newport theaters. Then um, 
jump right back on the bus and it takes there's a bus that takes you right down into the heart of Laguna, drops you off, and then it'll pick you up later and bring you right back and right back to uh, the fashion the Newport Center uh, transportation center at Fashion Island and then here to new uh, to and it only takes about the buses uh, are kind of set up to where it's easily easy to catch the next bus, and from here from UCI into the heart of Laguna will probably take about um, be, with the bus changeover about forty five minutes at the most. No need to worry about parking. No and need to worry about paying attention to other drivers. In fact, you can read a book on the bus and enjoy or study. yourself get some or your study. Get in some yeah. study time and and get in some studying time, and then arrive in Laguna Beach for a nice study break. You know, visit the dolphins, see the dolphins swimming out in the surf, maybe get a little latte or something, and then and see some art galleries and come back. So, again, the bus book and... Is there a um, URL? Is there, there a is web a address? URL? Uh, yes, there's OC, www.octa.net. That's Orange County Transportation Authority, O-C-T-A-N-E-T. And for those that are really kind of computer savvy, because I see a lot of students that are, you know, they have their iPad or their, um, you know, their laptop with them. Here's a little service, and this this is all free. It says you can create your own personalized book, bus book. So you can map you can out create your own things. bus it, book based on yeah. what your routes are. You could find out exactly when you would leave and what bus you would need to, you know, catch or whatever. You can go to Laguna Beach. You can go to the pier. You know, Huntington Beach, wonderful oh, uh, community down there, beautiful. especially for young people. Lots of fun things to do in downtown Huntington Beach. You can go the opposite, other direction, go all the way up to the Brea Mall up in Brea, and that takes, I think, about forty-five minutes. Um, but think of all the study you can get done, and it drops you off right there at the mall and fun things to do and you know there's Birch Street up there ja- they still have jazz uh, concerts going on up in Brea on and Friday nights and they have nights. two nice sets of movie theaters up there yeah but that's not all Elf Princess I think you discovered that bicycles are an option as well bicycles are an option and we're almost running out of time and we have this wonderful local event that we oh want to talk gosh, about oh my gosh we need to talk but, about that but in case you have a bike or want a bike or need some supplies for your bike right here in the little parking lot off of uh, University and uh, West Peltison, there's a little shop there called Bike Religion. And uh, I talked to the guy over there, and I think hopefully we're going to have him on the show one of these days just to tell us a little bit more about it. But you can get supplies for your bike. You can buy a bike. They have bikes there for sale, locks and wheels, and they, they're very helpful, you know, just helping you if you don't quite know how to patch it up or if your chain comes off or whatever. Very helpful folks over there. So in case you're inclined toward the bicycle, Bike religion right there off the corner of um, uh, West Peltison, you know, on the on the UCI campus. On the campus, yeah, yes. On the campus. And if you want a, yet another alternative transportation, there's something called walking. Why don't you walk <laughs> across the street on Friday, October 14th? Yes. Oh, for those who are here, they may want to know about this. There is a wonderful free event over at one of my favorite places, the Center for Living Peace. And would you tell us a little bit, it's going to be a movie showing. Would you like to read a little bit about that this movie showing? Wonderful. This is a documentary called The Queen and I, which has gotten many, many four-star reviews. October 14th from 7 to 9.30 p.m. at the Center for Living Peace, which is right across the street in the University Town Center. The Queen and I 
is a film by Nahid Persan Sarvestani, an Iranian exile. She set out to make a documentary about Empress Farah Pahlavi, the wife of the late Shah of Iran. She expected to encounter her opposite. Persan Sarvestani lived in dire poverty growing up and joined a faction to depose the Shah. However, she was soon forced to flee Iran as well, and now, 30 years later, she needs key questions answered and goes directly to the source. Over the next year and a half, Persan Sarvestani enters the Queen's world, planning to challenge the Shah's ideology. Instead, she must rethink her own. The Queen and I, a free movie in the Peace in Motion Cafe movie night at the Center for Living Peace. It's at the University Town Center, the UTC, across from Berkeley Dog, Friday evening, October 14th, from 7 to 9.30 p.m. Admission is free. And you can act, you're can you actually invited to bring your own food, beer, and wine if you want. I know. Isn't that wonderful? And I love the Center for Living Peace. It's one of my absolute favorite places on the planet. And again, it's right across the street in University Center. They have lots of wonderful programs going on over there, programs for kids. They've got um, the... Um, for all ages. Smiling Monkey Yoga. They've got meditation for adults and kids. They've got drumming. They have They've classes in, in meaningful, reasonable conversation. Compassionate and communication. Communication. And so this would be a great way to just introduce yourself to the folks over there and meet someone. And, and you know, I love it when you can bring your own food, beer, and wine because then you can bring the stuff that you like and see a movie. If you yeah. want more information, go to goodhappens.org. And again, that uh, admission is free, and that's this coming Friday, October 14th at 7.30, 7 o'clock, and we're out of time. <laughs> well, it's going to be now two weeks that two weeks. what would Arwen do is on next week, Phenomenal Woman returns to the airwaves after a summer I'm break. I'm very excited. Phenomenal Woman, Phenomenal Girl. That's yes. right, Phenomenal Woman, Phenomenal Girl. All about uh, women and all their phenomenalness, so I hope. You will join me next week, and then you and I, dear Hobbit. We will be back on Tuesday, October the 11th. And today is also a somewhat, I think, rather special day because it marks the return of the Blue and Gold Report. Wow, that's wonderful uh, for, for those of us that like sports. Well, I'm, I'm especially a ba- college basketball fan, so uh-huh. when the Blue and Gold Report really gets cooking next month and starting to talk at the end of the month about about basketball, I'll be very excited. But there are other many, many other sports. The University of California, Irvine, yes. is a large university, and there are many sports to discuss. Yes. They've got soccer. They've got volleyball. I think they have water polo. They've got basketball. They've got a very important college baseball team right which you'll be hearing about next spring well and mark roberts is always brings has an interesting interview or two and he will be covering uci athletics and that will start today at 5 p.m which is just a few moments off and we have a very important public service announcement about a medical moment that we we will be playing for our friends and then you and I, dear Hobbit, will be back in two weeks. On What Would Arwen Do? KUCI FM Irvine. So until then, Alen Salalumin Amentielo, a star shines on the hour of our meeting, my friend. And you can always send us email at askanelf at yahoo.com. So today we're, uh, we're kind of rushing off the air here, so we'll have a little bit of Hobbit music and switch Wonderful. right over. Please stay tuned for the Blue and Gold Report. This is KCI in Irvine, the best radio station in the history of the universe.